hand, 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 Cutting in a little early, ran a little long last time, but uh, thanks for tuning in. If you've been listening, we've been running uh, short little episodes. This one's going to run a touch longer. I did bring on a guest. Uh, it's no one famous or really well known, but uh, locally speaking, he has a reputation of being uh, an experienced coyote hunter. In fact, right before we brought him on to the show this evening, he was coyote hunting uh, and texted me saying, I'm, I'm running a little late. You know, he's still out in the woods. So um, again... I don't talk about what I know. I talk about what I want to know. And I actually really have a strong interest uh, in pursuing coyote hunting. I really have for a few years now wondered a lot about it and, and as of lately been really itching to find something to fill my time with other than ice fishing after the deer season is over. Getting a little burnt out on sitting on a cold block of ice, though I am going to be doing the battle at uh, Bago this next weekend, so that should be fun. Nonetheless, coyote hunting is super interesting to me, and I know nothing about it, and I can only read so many articles on the internet uh, before just getting out there to do it. And anything I've learned so far with anything hunting is that uh, the best way to get into uh, hunting, whether it's deer, coyote, bear, duck, goose, whatever, small game, squirrels, you name it, is to go with someone that has experience and has done it already. So uh, hopefully this will help with that process and you can actually learn something from this podcast. Uh, that said, I'm going to go ahead and bring on our guest. It's Scott Krause. Uh, here we go. We're going to welcome Scott Krause to the Where to Hunt podcast. Thanks for being a guest today. How, how's it going over there? Uh, no problem. Um, things are going well. Coyote hunting's been a little slow lately, but uh, we haven't given up yet. Rock on. And uh, how long have you been doing that for? How long have you been hunting these things? Um, I was thinking back, and I'm not 100% sure, and I can't pig down a date, but uh, I'm going to say it was at least 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more. Um, just got started out, uh, bought a basic little mouth call, went out and tried it on my own, had zero success zero success and then uh one day i went to fleet and farm and i bought a little tiny their cheapest electronic collar they had um and the very first time i went out me and my son he was probably about eight years old at the time went with me very first time i went out with it i turned it on and within two minutes i shot a fox that came running wide open right to the call and i thought well that was exciting and it kind of took off from there that's crazy so that one little thing that cheap little call made a seemingly a big difference it, it it sure did to me um now i've went a lot since then and did you know and it it takes a long time um it's kind of like anything i know people always said it about deer hunting it's hard to get your first one or your first buck but once you do you seem to get more and more and that's kind of the way it went with me with coyote hunting uh i went for a year even after that fox a couple of years right then i had some success and called some in and i either had problems uh the gun didn't go off or, you know, it was so cold and something happened and I'd seen them and didn't get them and this and that. And then finally got my first one on the ground. And, uh, actually my son actually shot one before I did when I was out calling. That's and, good. uh, that keeps it going that kind, too. Yeah. And that kind of got us started and got us into it more and more. Badass man. 
So I got to ask because uh, we're at a hunt safe. I mean, I call us a uh, public land hunting enthusiast community. Do you hunt public or private land when you're when you're doing this? Um, we hunt both private and public land, but uh, I would say majority of our hunting is on private land. Um, I've been pretty fortunate. I I still live in the community that I grew up in, and I know a lot of farmers in our area and uh, good friends with some farmers that have some a lot of property around the area. So I do hunt mostly pub, private land, but I do hunt public land. As a matter of fact, the one coyote that I did shoot this year was on public land. And uh, last year, um, it was early morning in December. It, was, it might have been my first time out last year. I actually shot three of them on public land in the okay. same morning. Okay. But uh, but mostly I do hunt private land, but we do do hunt some public. Well, I don't. I have zero experience with this so far, but. I tried to read up as much as I could, and one of the things I had read was that it's actually a lot easier to ask landowners for permission when you're asking to hunt coyotes because they're a nuisance; they don't want them on their land, versus trying to ask to hunt, you know, deer. Well, yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, Just like you stated, I mean, we've all knocked on doors for deer hunting, and even like I said, I know a lot of people that own property in our area, and. uh, it still doesn't give you, they don't still let you go in there to deer hunt because they save it for themselves and their families. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've ever been turned on for coyote hunting. And a matter of fact, I have people approach me and say, yeah, here you hunt coyotes. Would you want to come by my house and hunt them? Uh, there's so many around. And we, we some people have asked to trap, but we don't want them to trap because we have cats and dogs and things like that around here. And we don't want one of them to mistakenly get caught in a trap or something sure no that's yeah that's kind of so you others know you as a as a coyote hunter too obviously i found you through um a friend of mine at work actually i channeled through and, and found you and they said oh you're the guy to talk to so yeah oh well <laughs> Guess i'm not the only I, one <laughs> i don't want to come off like i'm an expert or, no, no, or anything I, we definitely maybe. do we definitely do try and have a lot of years of experience of trial and error and uh still learning every time we go yep um some questions because I, again, my mind is okay. What do I want to know about coyote hunting? So I, I personally expect to get something out of this myself, as do the fans. But what, um, what time, what type of, sorry, what time of day do you typically hunt these things? Because you said you were just out actually before we started recording, even. Um, so is it more? Do you go during the dark hours or? Well, um, legally in Wisconsin, you can hunt coyotes twenty-four hours a day. 365 days a year. Um, I really don't worry about coyote hunting until I like there to be snow on the ground and the lakes to be frozen and rivers and things like that. Cause, uh, the other time of the year I'm in the deer hunting mode and things like that. Yep, but, so. uh, as far as time of the day, our favorite time to go is when there's a full moon and snow on the ground and we can hunt all night long. We seem like we have the most luck and success doing that. They're nocturnal, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're nocturnal. And um, if you do a lot of deer hunting or even driving around, I don't know how often you ever see a coyote out. Yeah, very, never. And not I mean, very often, never, you know. And uh, But we do go, like right now when there's not a full moon, we'll do like daylight sets, like right at daylight and right at dusk. And uh, we have some success with that. But mostly, mostly of our luck that we have is uh nighttime under full moon cool so that's got to be a kind of a cool thing being out in the midnight or you know midnight sky i guess 
with a full moon like that in the winter when there's yeah. a lot of snow. It's uh, kind of quiet and eerie. And I'd imagine near the calls they're using, they travel pretty far, the sound. Yeah, now switch we, traffic uh, since I switched to all, real right, since we switched to all electronic callers, and it definitely, if it's not a windy night, that call really echoes and you can hear it just it blasts really far out there and uh and coyote hunting can be exciting but it's it can be like deer hunting it's by 90 percent boredom i mean we go and go and go and like if we go out and set up the coyote hunt we'll call it a set we're doing a set and we'll do a set can be anywhere from like 20 minutes to an hour and we figure maybe one out of every eight or one out of every 10 times we'll actually call in a coyote and see it. Okay. Now they have to be on some level used to this from like human behavior. They're pretty good at distinguishing the difference. Um, yeah. And you know, I, I don't know how anybody would prove this. And I go on a lot of uh, predator hunting websites and things like that. And a lot of people say you educate them. Like if you'd call them in, and not get that coyote. Some people say they're educated that that'll never come in again to a call. Hmm. Uh, how much I believe that, I don't know, because yeah, if they're hungry and they got to eat. They're coming. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're coming, coming I would they're say. a wild animal, sure. Some right. of them might be smarter than others based on age and stuff like that, but it's only a matter of time, I guess. Right, and that's where you have to watch your wind direction and things like that and try to set up so that they can only come in you know, and it can't wind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar to deer hunting, right? R- right. Okay. Um, so, I mean, we kind of answered one of the questions I had here. I don't have a whole lot of questions, but one of them was, or is, uh, do you use calls? Obviously, you do, and what kind? It sounds like electronic. Um, on that note, what do you what do you actually call? We're, we've been calling them coyotes. It's one of those interchangeables. You can call them coyotes or coyotes. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yotes. A, yeah, uh-huh. yotes. Okay. Good. And then uh, what kind of, are you using a rifle, bow, shotgun? What kind of gun do you use and, and do you recommend typically? Well, I mean, obviously safety is going to be the number one priority of which gun you use. Um, what I what I use is a twenty two two fifty mostly. Um, we do all, me and my son and I have a calling partner, we all have shotguns and buckshot, which we do take along once in a while. But the most of the time we use we use rifles. Okay, so you're taking the long shots. Yeah, yeah, and and that screws us up sometimes too. Uh, there was one instance earlier this year. Uh, my son was out hunting and he could hear a coyote off in the distance. And this was a nighttime set, so he had his scope turned up and he's glassing the edges of this field to see this coyote come running. He's hoping towards the call and hear it. I don't know if it's the same coyote or a different one, came running out of the brush 20 yards away from him and ran right over the top of the call and decoy. And uh, he never got a shot at it. Because, yeah, it's hard to react like that then, yeah. And your scope is set on nine power, and here it is. And when they come in, they're usually not walking. They're usually they're usually in a hurry going somewhere. So it's, it's, uh, it's challenging. Hmm. Have you taken running shots before? Um, I have. Um, but usually, and that's another thing we've learned um, from watching videos and YouTube and things, um, kind of like if you are deer hunting, you can grunt at a deer to get him to stop. Okay. A lot of times, if a coyote is on the move, you kind of bark at him or almost howl. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if you're ready, they'll stop for that split second and look. And that's usually when you try to get your shot. Um, 
Matter of fact, the one I got this year was running toward, running to the call, and I shot, and I thought I hit it, but it kept it. Well, then it really started running like his tail was on fire, and uh, and I barked at him, and I brought him to a complete stop at a little over 100 yards, 105 yards, and I settled the gun on him and shot him and got him. Wow. But here I here I did hit him on the first shot. So even after I shot him, I started barking at him with my voice, and he stopped and looked back. That's interesting. I had um, someone someone had commented on the community page saying that they had called two in, shot one, and then they called the second one back. And he said, luckily, he had his pistol on him because he shot at about four steps away, apparently, with a picture of him oh. next to both. He said, so it was probably one of the more radical hunts he'd ever have or had. Um, so that, I mean, that said, you're, you're hunt, yeah, you're hunting a predator. You know, it's coming at you. So you you mentioned bringing shotguns sometimes for you know just for safety. Or if they're right. close by, I, I don't. Close I, I just feel like I can't imagine a coyote coming after you. They're pretty skittish animals, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, so. and that that does get exciting. And uh, I probably had some within ten feet already. And I'm you're sitting in a fence line or trying to hide your outline, and and we're calling, and I have the caller out about fifty, sixty yards out in the field in front of us, and here. I look down the fence line and one is running right down the fence line is about to run my legs over. Once again, once again, I had to rifle. I don't know who was more scared me or the coyote. And he, uh, turned around, ran away. I ended up hitting him, but we never found that one. Ended up tracking him, went back next day and tracked him. But yeah, you get some close encounters. Cool. That's cool. Um, so do you, do you hunt out of any particular blind, man-made, or otherwise you make anything up makeshift with the materials you have, or do you just kind nope. of find a good spot to sit up on a bush? Or Right. Uh, we, de- we definitely wear camouflage. Um, I, I have a full snow camouflage outfit, but I don't know that you necessarily, uh, necessarily need snow camel. Um, as long as you hide in the brush, like in front of the brush, or like at nighttime you want to sit in the shadows, you don't want to sit with a moonlight is shining on you and things like that. Um, I think you're just fine. Uh, we never, never sit in a blind or anything. Okay, cool. Just try to walk out. We always carry a seat cushion, uh, clear a little bit of snow, plop down on the seat cushion and, uh, try to hide in some cover. And then once you stay, once you, you know, stake your claim to that spot for the night, are you, are you pretty much sitting static? You're not, you're not too mobile after that. Are you, are you shifting around a bit trying different spots or? Well, it, yeah, like we'll uh, like if there's a night of a full moon like that, we'll start and then, uh, like I said, we'll do a set. Mm-hmm. It's twenty minutes to an hour, and once we're done with that, uh, usually we'll drive. I try to go like at least a half a mile to our next location, but uh, we'll pick up. We'll kind of have a night schedule out. Hey, we're gonna go here, 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 here. So then we'll get in a vehicle, drive to the next spot, go set up again, do another set, move again, move again, and then see how many we get done before we have to try to get some sleep so you can go to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, two more questions left here. One, one I didn't uh, actually shoot you ahead of time, but what do you do when you get the coyote as far as, obviously you field dress it uh, like you would anything else. Uh, but after that, where do you, do you have to take it registered? Do you do anything with the hide? What it, What is the procedure or what are the benefits of getting a coyote other than, you know, the thrill of getting a coyote? Well, um, some of them, I, there is no, I don't gut them or anything like that. Um, some of them, depending on when I get them home, a coyote, when you skin them, 
I like to, I prefer to skin them before they're frozen when they're kind of warm yet. Mm-hmm. So depending on how cold of a night it is, because like a lot of nights when there's a full moon and it's cold, it could be 10 below zero. And by the time we get them home, they're froze solid already. Um, but I usually do sell the furs. Um, sometimes I skin them, sometimes I don't. And a matter of fact, just yesterday, my son took, uh, we had some raccoons here and some coyotes and sold them at the fur buyer. And actually, I don't think we got too bad of a price. Now they were not skinned out. So they were just frozen whole coyotes. And I got $25 a piece for two of them and $30 for the third one. So I got $80 for three coyotes. That's kind of freaking awesome, and you didn't have to do any work. You didn't gut them, you didn't skin, you know, you didn't skin them or, or anything like that. That's nope. I just I just freeze them, and uh, I, that was pretty good money actually for them. Usually, you don't get that much for sure. trail. But... Sure. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, uh, obviously, a sportsman, we it's probably a way to make all your money back from your deer hunting gear. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? well, believe me, believe me, that doesn't even come close to covering my no. coyote hunting gear. I bet. Yeah, just or, yeah, or gas money or bullets or yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have a favorite, uh, we'll wrap up. Do you have a favorite hunting, a favorite coyote hunting story yourself? You've rattled a few off just in, in answering the questions, but I don't know if you had one. Well, uh, I mean, there's a lot of them. And every time you call in a coyote, it's exciting. You know, it's a thrill. Um, couple of them that stick out were that morning I told you last year where, um, it was an early December morning and probably 10 minutes into the set, I had a coyote come out onto a lake and I shot it and got it right on the spot. That was a 250-yard shot. Oh, that, that's got to feel cool. You feel like a freaking sniper, man. That's awesome. Ten minutes later, another coyote comes running right up to the dead one laying on the ice. I hit that one. He ran off. And about five minutes later, a third one came out in the same spot, and I shot that one too. And I ended up only getting two out of the three, but all three coyotes I hit from 250 yards, and that was pretty exciting. Um, other than that... I would say a couple of them that I was with were my son when he shot him. Um, I know last year me and my son did a set right at dusk and uh, we called until it got pretty dark and we were walking back to the truck and he's got them young eyes. Um, I don't see as good as him, but also he's like, dad, I think there's a coyote out there. And I'm like, well, I'm looking and I, well, I think I see a dot in the snow down there. And I said, why don't you lean up on that fence post there and take a look and, I'll get the collar out. Well, before I even could bend over to get the collar out, he took a shot. Oh, and when we paced it off, it was 330 yards he shot the coyote wow. with his 243. Wow. So that one was pretty exciting for me. That, that that was a sniper shot. That's so cool. That's so freaking cool. I think the coolest shot I had taken with my rifle since I've owned it was a 90-yard running shot at a, at a doe, and I you know, dropped her and I was like, Oh, that was so cool. But it's in the hardwoods, you know, 90 yards in the hardwoods. It's like tough. Oh yeah. Right. But I, I would love to take some open field shots like that. That's awesome. Well, and like I said earlier, you know, that that's one of the main things when, when you're using a rifle and hunting at night, we pre-scout all the places where we're going to go, you know, and we know where it's safe to shoot, where it's not to shoot. And then we do go into some areas that are populated Mm-hmm. And then we will not take our rifles. Sure, sure. You know, we'll we only take our shotguns in a certain area. So that that's the other thing I'm going to say about a rifle. You have to, and especially at night, you have to really know where where you are, where you're shooting. Yep, know your target and beyond. Yes. That's the name of the game. Cool. Well, I appreciate being a guest today. Thank you for your time. Thanks for taking time out of the woods. Hopefully you didn't pack up soon on my, on my behalf. Um, 
and I don't know, good luck the rest of the season, man. It sounds like you're on them as much as you can be. So. All right. Um, nice meeting you, and no problem. Rock on. There you have it. Great episode. Hopefully uh, everyone learned something from that. It's uh, getting a little late here tonight. I got stuff to do, and I want to make sure I can keep everyone entertained by listening to these things and not take up too much of your time. So that said, I'm going to call it a night. Hopefully you enjoyed the show, learned a little bit about coyote hunting, when to do it, where you can do it, how you can do it, whether you should use calls, what kind of calls you should use, all that kind of stuff. Some great stories there as well. Feel free if you've had uh, stories coyote hunting that have been exciting uh, share them, share them with us and, uh, go ahead and give us a positive rating on iTunes if you could as well to make sure that uh, more people can find out about our show so they can learn things like this as well. Thanks so much on public. Have a great night.